Party hats. Go boom. The whole go bang bang here. Let us begin. I want you to keep an eye out for the Boogity Man. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the VHS Banners Podcast. Happy summer! We're going to be watching the Andy Sedaris classic, Savage Beach. Let's pop in the tape. This is Savage Beach. In hard ticket to Hawaii, undercover federal agents Donna Hamilton and Taryn Kendall save the country from drug smugglers. In Picasso Trigger, they save the world from the brutal hand of an international assassin. In Savage Beach, they are the targets for murder. This time, they'd better save themselves. Good idea. land into the center of a search for a ton of gold. Where there's gold, there's greed and murder rules the land. A paradise haunted by a mysterious presence. Take cover. This is no ordinary day in the sun. Terror reigns on the shores of Savage Beach. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to the VHS Banners Podcast. I am Dane Train, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Topher Hansen. And uh, it's it's the tail end of summer for T-Man over here. It's summer 365 days a year, but over here in Massachusetts. Yeah, forever summer, but over here, it's only a fraction summer. That's my next Andros album. Next forever summer, summer. Ooh, I like it. In outer space, (laughs) I like it. Summer space, summer on Earth. There you go. Nobody knows what we're talking about. That's okay. That's that's (laughs) T Man's uh, uh, synthwave band, which you could find on Bandcamp for free. For free. Um. So it's we watched Savage. Beach, yeah, the it's it's a uh, one of I think there's twelve or so Andy Sedaris movies that are all basically the same goddamn movie every single one of them. They just changed the title. They just changed the title. Um, so back in the day, um, I had heard about Andy Sedaris movies, and you know me, I love cheesy eighties action movies, and I love me some boobies. So yeah, both of those all together. So. Um, Cheesy I, boobies. Yeah. So when I used to go to the video vault in the center of Westboro back when it was still open, you know, 10 plus years ago, they had a couple of these on tape. And I wish I had snagged more of them when I had the chance. But I did at the time buy Hard Hunted, which is one of the other Andy Sedaris movies. But unfortunately, I don't have it anymore. Stupid me. So I've got Savage Beach and I've got Picasso Trigger. Those are the only two Andy Sedaris movies that I have on tape. But years ago, uh, Mill Creek Entertainment came out with a DVD box set of all 12 Andy Sedaris movies called like Guns, Girls, and Boobies or, or G- <laughs> no, G-Strings. Girls, Guns, and G-Strings. And I remember uh, back back in the day, you and I, we were like on a kick yeah, we were trying to like plow through all of them. Yeah, I don't think we made it. I think there's a handful that... Like, I think we got confused because we were like, did we watch this yet? And then we started watching it and we we're <laughs> oh. like, I think we saw this. Yeah, you know and what? Like, I, even when we started this movie, I'm like, I think we saw this before. Yeah. But I, I still don't... I I feel like we have watched this before, but I yeah. I don't know because they are legitimately all the same movie. Yeah, I'm same thing. I'm pretty positive that... We've definitely seen this one before. I remember when we got the Mill Creek Entertainment box set. I remember like we didn't watch them from like one one in a row or like an order. We we like bounced around. We were like, yeah. oh, like this one's called Guns. Let's watch that one. <laughs> yeah, you know? and then we just got lost. Yeah. Oh, this one's called Malibu Express. I mean, oh wait, you know how I found out about this? 
about Andy Starr's movies? You told me back in the day you were flipping to the TV channels and Dallas Connection was on TV. Oh, the Dallas Connection. Yeah, that's right. That was our first introduction to yeah. Andy Sidaris. The Dallas Connection. That's a good fucking movie. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I don't know. It was on like TNT or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, dang, you got to see this movie called Dallas Connection. It's got everything you like. Yeah, like, yeah. It's very... I think I feel like it was like a double header or a double feature of like Dallas Connection and Stone Cold. <laughs> that's a great double feature. Yeah, because that's like I know I the first time I saw those movies were both like on late night TV yeah, when yeah. I couldn't sleep or something. <laughs> so uh, both awesome movies. That's a, that is a good double feature. Oh, seriously, yeah, man, the Boz and some Andy Sidaris. You can't go wrong. No way. That'd be great. Oh, we got to do that for the show one of these days. Seriously. No, we should get, I know John, I think, loves that movie. I think we should get him back on here to do that Chris, episode. Chris also likes that movie. My uh, my producing partner, Chris Goodwin. Ah, that's right. Yeah, we should, great for we should that. get him on there, sure. Yeah. Cool. But anyway. Um, so, uh, again, it's the end of the summer, uh, and... Uh, we it's were like, like the days to go to the beach are are winding down. Yeah, so there's only one beach left that's open. That has Savage that, Beach. That has if you go down to the Cape, it's got free parking up until oh. Labor Day. Seagull Beach, <laughs> Red River Beach, <laughs> um, the Bourne Bridge identity. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so this is our last one of the summer, folks. Uh, and then we probably got, what, like two shows after this, and then we're heading into some spooky October shit. So yeah, get into that soon. But in any case, so Savage Beach, you can't get any more summary than this. It fucking takes place in Hawaii, or at least we think it does. Yeah, no, it definitely does. <laughs> or Hawaii it- adjacent. And it's on like a, uh, a remote, I, I think it's... A remote island off the coast of Hawaii. I don't fucking know. I don't know. It, 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 let's just say, for for simplicity's sake, it takes place in Hawaii. Yeah, the end credits like that. said it was filmed on the friendly isle of Makalakabakahu. Yeah. Um. So the it, this is a this is an RCA Columbia Pictures home video. Um. I think if I'm correct, I think I picked this one up at the video vault in Westboro as well. But I can't tell because the the sticker no stickers. is no longer on it. It's gone. So maybe I didn't. I don't know. And you could tell there used to be a sticker on it that was like a Be Kind Rewind sticker. But yeah. um, I'm not too sure. But in any case, uh, on the cover, you got the two babes who are the stars of the movie holding, yeah. holding a crossbow and some, some guns. And there's like a ninja dude behind them with a samurai sword. And it says, if you think they look easy to kill, look again. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means. All right. So, look um, again, you'll find out that there's a samurai behind them. <laughs> yeah. It's rated R, color, 94 minutes, printed in USA. Uh, it says it's from 1990, but I thought this movie was from 1989, but I, I don't know. To me, it feels it very looked like it was, late 80s. It was released in 1990. It looks very much mid to late 80s, yeah. like the hair. There's a lot of mullets, a oh, lot of mustaches, yeah, yeah. a lot of uh, like brand new like breast implants yeah. like oh, when yeah. they <laughs> first came out and were pointy. So if this was made in like 89 or, or let's just say it was mid-89, released in 90, uh, I think all the other, you know, there are probably a whole bunch of other Andy Sidaris movies that were made after this, which probably means this was probably at the tail end of what I would consider to be the, the best golden of, age yeah, the golden of Andy Sidaris. Right. We're like, yeah, the ones that are made in the 80s are fucking great. And the ones that are made in the 90s aren't so great. And they feel very, very 90s. But um, anywho, uh, so the back of the box, you got another picture of the babes. You got a picture of some of the bad guys. You got a picture of the... Uh, of a van blowing up. So it says. In yeah, his- read the back because I 
still have no idea what <laughs> happened in this movie. This might clear some stuff up, hopefully. Let's let me take a guess. Before we actually read the plot, let's give our best guess as okay. to what this movie is Good about. Because I haven't read the bo- the back of the box at all myself. Yeah. All right, so, so you go ahead. You you okay. you write the back of the box, and all right. I'll write the back of the box, and then we'll read what the actual back of the box says. Okay, so <laughs> It's the future of 1988, <laughs> and Japan has some rogue, uh, some rogue militants stranded on an island that still think World War II is going on, and the army realizes that they have gold hidden on that island as well, and the Japanese soldiers are covering it up and hiding the gold from America for some reason because it's still World War II in their minds and the army needs to send some hot babes with machine guns to go recover the island and also <laughs> the, the gold, CIA the island. yeah the, the gold on the island excuse <laughs> me and and uh and they need to also send uh the CIA in with <laughs> With uh, an army guy and some Mexican army guy named Martinez. And Martinez wants the gold for himself and his hot babe girlfriend who is in a punk motorcycle gang. And they come to a head when they crash land on Savage Beach. (laughs) All right, that's my back of the box. (laughs) That's great. Oh man, mine's gonna be probably pretty close. <laughs> so, all right, go all right, ahead. Let's see. So, um, two, two topless. No, no, hold on. <laughs> Sometimes topless. In the late eighties, a bunch of topless babes are like fighting the 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 cocaine wars in a pineapple factory <laughs> warehouse when, and then and then <laughs> they go into a jacuzzi topless and I'll hang out and then they get orders that some Hawaiian island needs medical supplies in a hospital that just has a bunch of hats on the wall so this is the, the entire plot so so <laughs> these two chicks who are a part of these four chicks and some dude who only shows up for like a split second <laughs> with some other chick with some party with some really nice party hats hanging out. Uh, they don't do anything for the rest of the movie, but these two chicks go and sh- they send off these supplies until <laughs> they get caught into a storm in their in their model airplane that's hanging by a string. And somebody's got a got a garden hose hanging over it. This is all on the back of the box. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they crash land on the on the island until they find out they're not alone. There's some samurai zombie. <laughs> And then some other dudes show up because they all want some stolen Japanese gold. Who will survive on Savage Island? No, Savage Beach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's perfect. I would love it if the back of the box has that exact word for word description. It just might. Let's find out. Savage Island. I mean, uh, Seven Beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. By yeah, Andy Sedaris. Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> I bet. Um, I bet you. But what we, if you were to combine what we both said, it's we're probably what, right. It probably would have had more rentals than if people yeah. were just picking up this box and read what the actual well, back of the box is. Well, let's be honest. No one's reading the back of the box when I they're know. renting an Andy Sedaris movie. Oh, yeah. Cause, I mean, on the front, under where it says Savage Beach, it says an Andy Sedaris film. So if you've watched any of the, like, 10 before this, you already know what the fuck you're getting yourself into because they're yeah. all the same goddamn movie. So, all right. Anywho, so this is what the actual back of the box says. So, dun dun. In this blazing action adventure, the desperate search for a billion dollars in gold, stolen gold, exposes two beautiful drug enforcement division uh, agents. Oh my gosh. 
to the ultimate in danger and turns the shores of a tropical island into the blood-spattered sands of Savage Beach. Playboy Centerfold's Donna Spear and Hope Marie Carlton star as Donna and Taryn, two federal agents whose latest undercover mission ends when their plane crash lands on a deserted South Seas Island. Their hope is a quick rescue. Wait, their hope of a quick rescue is destroyed when they are captured by a group of U.S. Naval Commandos who have come to the island seeking a fortune hidden there for 50 years. But a traitor has infiltrated their group. A band of death-dealing terrorists storms the island, determined to grab the gold and leave no witnesses behind. Donna and Taryn are caught in the crossfire as the warring factions fight over the golden treasure. Their only hope of living is to join forces with their captors. Dot, dot, dot. And pray that the men's dedication to duty is stronger <laughs> than their lust for gold. Yeah, that's the back that's of the box. That's pretty much what we said. I I'd think. say so. Pretty, yeah. Except for the uh, the zombie samurai, but other than that, yeah, it's they left safe, him man. out. Yeah. So same, did I. I thing. forgot all about him. Oh yeah, uh, that guy. We'll have to get to him at some point. Oh yeah. Um. That's actually a that clears a few things up. So that confirms that the army guys are good guys. We didn't know. We I, had a debate whether or not they were good or bad, but I think they're good. Well, Except for Martinez is the bad guy. Well, it's weird because like okay, so because he's the terrorist that yeah. infiltrated them. So there's basically there's two guys. You got this blonde guy. You got this older guy, and then you got Martinez, who's. I think it, well, it's weird because he said he's like the president of the Philippines, right? What does he look Filipino to you? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, know, man. I think, but his name was Martinez, so I, I don't, I don't know. Anywho, he's like it's the, Spanish colonialism. I think he's the Philippines like the leader <laughs> of some country, right? And it, I have what, no idea. I don't know. So, anywho, you got him. You got older guy. Wait, I think it says what the hell his name is, Captain. Andreas. Captain Andreas, maybe? I don't know. But in any case, sure. You got these three guys, and the young guy, like, so he's in a motorcycle following a U.S. Army Buick Century down the Hawaiian (laughs) roads. Wait, so should we start from the beginning? All right, okay, let's start from the beginning. But I think that, I think what I'm saying is I think that confirms that they are good guys. Well, because I didn't know until the very end of the movie because... He shoots the guy uh, in the in the Buick Century. I thought he shot him and killed him, but apparently it was a tranquilizer. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, yeah. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get okay. to that. All right. So, uh, anywho, anywho. So, so, yeah, the movie starts in typical Andy Sedaris fashion with two hot babes in a Jeep with guns, and they pull up to the loading docks of Pineapple... Delight, pineapple company, Delight pineapple co, right? <laughs> yeah, something, well, something along those lines. Cocaine in the pineapples. There's cocaine in the pineapples. <laughs> it's a genetically modified cocaine pineapples. A hundred percent unnatural. <laughs> These are not organic. And, and there's two dudes with mustaches who are uh, loading up two boxes of printer paper slash. Cocaine pineapples. <laughs> and then the two babes show up and they're like, hey, oh. boys, do you want to have some pineapples with us? And they're like, the docks are closed, ladies. But they show them their titties or I don't know. They're just they're like, we're two hot girls. Why don't you come hang out with us? Oh, they and got then, a thermos filled with uh, mojito oh, yeah, or something like, like that. Yeah, they take out this like peewee lunchbox thermos. <laughs> And convince the guys to go drink thermos juice with them. It makes I don't no know. sense. But yeah, but like their boobies are all hanging out, so they're they're cool. Yeah, with it. yeah. If a hot chick comes up to you and offers you a thermos and her titties are hanging out, yeah. you say yes. Driving mopeds nonetheless. 
Oh, they were on mopeds? They I thought they were on the, Where well, did their those, Jeep come from? Because those, see, those babes showed up in the mopeds to distract those two guys. Oh, because this the, is the four of them. Yeah, and then yeah. it turns into the two of them later. Right, well, yeah, right, right. Because the other two chicks show up in their red Jeep. And yes. they go in to infiltrate and find out what's going on with the cocaine pineapples. Right, yeah. So while while moped, moped thermos chicks are distracting mustache bad guy the the jeep chicks find the cocaine in the pineapples <laughs> which is which is funny because like the pineapple itself is already like cut on the top yeah and and the thing's cored so somehow it's not like it's rotting gonna away go or, bad yeah and st- like if you leave an apple out for like Two minutes is gonna turn brown oh, and yeah. gross. I don't know. Uh, you don't want stinky pineapple, moldy cocaine, do yeah, you? Yeah, without putting it like in the refrigerator, you know. Yeah, and then well, like and like the top is just sliced off, so it's not like it's even like locked in. I mean, the thing could just slide right yeah, off. Yeah, and these it's are in not crates. like uh, like in uh, Jurassic Park where the it's this whole mechanism <laughs> to hide cream? the dino DNA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put it on a piece of pine. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. So, like, they, they go up to, like, the, like, the foreman, like, the guy who's, like, running the operation. And, like, here's my warrant. We found you cocaine and pineapples. Here's my badge. And the guy goes, here's my shotgun. <laughs> He's yeah. just gonna... <laughs> so, they get into a, into a gunfight, which is pretty yeah. good. This is the action in this is really uh this is a good movie. The, yeah. the it's fun. Uh the action is I mean it's Andy Sadar. So it's a fucking it's a cheap 80s action movie with it starts off where most 80s action movies have to get to this point like this like uh uh fucking striking point <laughs> like oh. the the climax of the movie is a shootout in a warehouse. <laughs> the beginning of the movie in Andy Sidaris films is a shootout in a warehouse. Yeah. Hold no bards or whatever. It just goes straight into the action, which Holds I like. No it's boobs. like, yeah, it's like, uh, like a James Bond movie. It just always starts off with like some big action scene to yeah. rope you in. That really has nothing to do with the plot. And the bad guys try to split in their, 40 Econo line van, but they put a bomb <laughs> in it and bam, it blows right up. Yeah, that doesn't seem like typical DEA protocol, but hey, <laughs> they're hot chicks. They can do what they want. And somehow the two guys in the front seats, like, they're okay. They just came out with a little bit of dust on them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so then the but- this is where the movie starts getting confusing after this. Yeah, that made, this this whole part of the movie makes sense so far. Yeah. The hot chicks, I completely forgot that they were drug busters to begin with. Yeah. I mean, at, like immediately after this scene, I had no idea what what was going on because there's no more mention of like drug enforcement or anything. Savage uh, Beach, the drug busters. Yeah. No, no Lorenzo They do Lamas. have a speedboat. Yeah, speedboat. Uh, <laughs> but so immediately after this, they they celebrate by getting naked together in <laughs> in a hot tub. And all their actually two girls have so we can tell who has fake titties and who has real titties because the real titties float to the top of the hot tub while the fake titties sink underneath <laughs> underneath the water. And you want to see the real ones too and you're like, "Oh, if they would only just like raise up if they would just like yeah, get up out of their seats a little prop bit up just yeah. a little bit i don't know what andy sadaris was thinking in that moment he should have said you know girls we need you to straighten your posture a little bit yeah so we can see them party hats yeah i'm not uh, i'm not paying you in meals and imdb credit for nothing <laughs> they go, they're just below the surface they yeah. need they need to they need to uh go above a little bit yeah like submarines yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Yeah, they need a peek above the surface. See what's yeah. going on. Get some fresh air. Uh, so, but we do. We, there are a good amount of party. There's party hats galore. Oh in this man, movie. they're everywhere. Yeah, it's great. It's great and they're man. good too. They're not like 
there was a good fake pair of party hats that we had to debate whether they were real or fake. We concluded that they were fake, but yeah. they fooled us for some time. Yeah, there were some quality party hats in this one. Yeah. At but the Savage so, Beach. Uh, the DEA agents, as DEA agents do, celebrate naked in a hot tub <laughs> together. Um, I don't know what they were talking about. But they get a phone call or something, right? I was or- looking at the movies. I couldn't tell. I wasn't paying <laughs> yeah, attention. I wasn't listening. <laughs> so um, yeah, so they. I don't a- know what happens in that scene other than um, they're naked. So but in- um, they get a call from Andy Sadaris, the director himself, in the movie, who says <laughs> that some hospital on a different island out of the part of Hawaii. There's a big ass storm going on, and they don't have enough medical supplies at the hospital because, like, there's a whole bunch of dying children. There's like a baker's dozen dying children. Yeah, because they're all giving the them cigarettes and they're smoking in the. The children are smoking in the hospital. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they they took all their hats, so they can't stay warm. All their hats are now pinned up to the walls <laughs> for no reason. So yeah, so they get like a phone call from Annie Sadaris. So then. Yeah, go give these children, they only have cigarettes, they're dying, they need cocaine that you confiscated, so go (laughs) give this cocaine to the dying children of Oahu. I think that's what they were saying, because I have, otherwise, I have no idea how DEA agents figure into the needs of a a third world hospital. Well, they gotta give them what's left of those pineapples, too. That's true. The uh, delight pineapples. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so next thing you know, the, the Andy Sadaris calls some other guy who's fucking a girl, yeah. which which is cut in between. Like it shows this this Fabio looking dude with a mullet, uh, fucking some girl in a pool with perfect party hats, perfect party, party hats. hats. Yeah, yeah, top tier. Um, delight pineapple party hats. Yeah, if you will, they were very similar to the party hats of that chick in Night of the Demon. By the way, Night of the Demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Those. Dad, these might be. We need to do a top ten party hats or something. Oh we need, yeah. We need to start doing mini episodes where we count down <laughs> top ten. <laughs> Top whatever ten. bullshit things we can <laughs> yeah. think of. All right, we'll get on that soon. We'll start doing yeah. that. Um. <laughs> but yeah, but. I was just, my point is like he's fucking this girl and it's like intercut between multiple scenes and it's confusing as to is because it goes from like Andy Cigar Andy Sidaris Cigaris Andy Cigaris uh calling the other girls and then it shows this guy fucking them and then it goes to some other dude i think and that i don't know it's just weird it shows this guy fucking for a long time before he picks up the phone it wasn't even like on the phone like there's like an intercom it's like you have a it's like out by the pool it's like you have a call on line one <laughs> yeah up the phone and then they also, like, the other girls have a fax machine on the patio of a restaurant that they live at <laughs> and be that. I, I think it's called Rockies. Rockies, the, yeah. The, uh, the, oh, so, like, this is when all the ridiculous nonstop innuendo dialogue comes in. Oh, where my God. Every yeah. sentence is an innuendo. It starts off with, like, the UPS guy shows up with, like, an easy bake oven. And the girl goes to pick up the easy bake <laughs> yeah, oven, and, right. he, and she's like, "I just put in the dough, and it rises, unlike my last husband." <laughs> and then she, he's like, "All right, see ya, see ya, lady." <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was that about. Does she is she a drug agent and also runs a restaurant? Maybe. That, what that, the fuck? Where she cooks all of their entrees in a, in a little easy bake oven. She's gonna get a lot of a lot of pineapple pie going. I guess so. <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, oh, hey, just yeah. real quick, what? Just real quick. If anybody's listening to this show and you're in Hawaii and you're a tape collector in Hawaii, shoot us an email. I would like to know some stories about vhs in hawaii did vhs make it to hawaii were VHS exp- what are you talking well, about I mean, did VHS, vhs tapes what do you what, well no, no no i mean what i mean is like everything's more expensive what? in hawaii right yeah you to, think they you know, don't to, have to export, vhs to, well, well I, what i mean is like 
are there like are there i mean what i mean is like do people <laughs> trade like to, what to year hawaii? is it in hawaii well you know what i you know what i mean Dang, you need to lay off the ice bra <laughs> what i'm saying jesus christ what i mean is like i want to know what the vhs scene in hawaii right now is like in the year 2018 so if anybody if anybody is in hawaii we want to know the vhs at gmail.com or, get, or hit us up on instagram i want to yeah. know about hawaii vhs Lay off the ice, be kind to your tenderonies, and tell us about VHS in Hawaii, brah. <laughs> Don't use the N-word. <laughs> nope, you'll be taken off TV. You'll be taken off TV and you'll start crying on a, on a talk show. And also morally, it's probably not good to use that word either. <laughs> Spray with bear mace. <laughs> I've got paintballs, bro. You don't want none of this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, oh Christ. Uh, all right. So, so they get a call from, from this other guy. These girls are the original dog, the bounty hunter. That's right. He yeah, would be, for real. He would be great. He's like a real life Andy Sedaris yeah. movie. <laughs> he should have said, lay off the pineapple ice, bro. <laughs> Party hat police. <laughs> So, all right. So real quick, too. I think if I recall correctly, I think all the babes in this movie are playmates. Are, well, well, not only that, but like, I think that they're all connected because like until the other Andy Sidaris movies, because I think I think a lot of the same chicks are in a bunch of the other Andy Sidaris movies. And I think, I think they all play the same characters, too. Like they're all part of like this group, this gang. I think of- a lot of the same script is in <laughs> a lot of Andy Sidaris movies. All right, that too. The that title too. page is the only thing that changes. That's very true. Um, um, yeah, so now we are legitimately confused by this point because um, this, the DEA agents also run a restaurant where they bake pineapple pizza pie or something (laughs) and need a new easy bake oven for whatever reason uh they get a call from Andy Sidaris who's like go to this hospital which we never hear of again no they go to the hospital real quick they do yeah they make the delivery what I thought the hospital was on the island well, well, all right, they, so all right, so, you tell me about uh, this right. hospital delivery so, so, then, because so I don't know. Before we get to the hospital, um, like the only one other scene that we see mullet guy is she's the mullet guy is with one of the blonde chicks with the big boobies, and he like he gives them. But that's guns. when they're loading up the plane. Oh yeah, to leave. I know. Yeah, yeah. So, but so that's got to be after the hospital scene. No, 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 no. This is before they go to the hospital. What the fuck? All right, so here's Did what happens. Did they fly? All right, yeah, yeah you yeah. tell me. So, so during this entire scene, it's literally nothing but innuendos. Every single sentence, every single word is an innuendo where they're like, I got the biggest gun you'll ever see. I hope you know how to handle it. You cock it. You don't know when it's going to go off. And she's like, yeah. yeah, I can handle it every day or something. Like, every <laughs> single thing is like a fucking innuendo. Yeah, I like to suck dicks. Yeah, they, they should have said that too. I'm sure Andy Sidaris wrote that in and they took it out. Because it was too direct. Too direct to video. Not, not innuendo enough. Yeah. <laughs> so so this is the part where they're getting all their gear ready for to go to the hospital. So they get grab their um their crossbows. But like, also, yeah, so he's like, here's here's my my big gun. You gotta lock it and cock it, baby. Oh yeah. And here's a crossbow that only has one arrow that explodes and I'm not going to give you any more arrows ever. Which is funny he says that because at the end they end up using two of them anyway. So I don't know how many she actually ended up using. Oh, I thought she I thought she just loaded it wrong the first time. No, because it exploded. <laughs> okay. Yeah, these explosive arrows. I know they blew up the boat with it, but Yeah. I, what else did they explode she blew with up it? A, she blew up a tree with it right before that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, so this is where, like, so I think this guy gave them guns, a crossbow, and the medical supplies. So then they take off and they go to the island, to you know, island number one, where they drop off the medical supplies. I must have blinked because this is why I thought they were flying for three days straight because so much else goes on <laughs> while they are in the air. That's uh, true. 
the, the, the time in this movie is very off for a lot of other reasons too, but we'll get some more of that stuff later. So, um, so they, they drop off the supplies, they regas up the airplane and then they take off again and the, the weather sucks. It blow it like blows up one of the engines in the airplane and then they crash land on the deserted Island. That's what happened. Right. But so much, I guess I just don't remember the hospital thing, but yeah, they, they so, got to the hospital real quick for like two seconds that I must've blinked. <laughs> so, um, so they yes. so they're on the island for a couple of days. Now, prior to this, some, there's a like whole the other, other movie going so the, on. We have to say that two the two blonde girls are the ones that go to that take the plane and crash land on the island, while the other two drug enforcement girls they drive to the island. They're in a what? How did they? How did they get to the hospital? They took the airplane. But the airplane so, only seats two people, okay. dude. So what happened was the other two babes, yeah, they stayed back at the restaurant and they 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 kept, just stayed at the restaurant. Yeah, they stayed at the restaurant. They didn't okay. do anything. Okay, so, yeah. Whereas the two blonde chicks took the airplane to the hospital and then on their way coming back, their plane got fucked oh. and they crash landed on a deserted island. Okay, I thought they ne- so here's what I thought. I thought they never got to the hospital. I thought they were just in the air forever and <laughs> just it's a like tiny like a uh, puddle jumper plane too. Yeah. Um and the the airplane scenes are pretty funny cuz like you can tell like I mean, obviously, that's just how they shoot it. They have to shoot it this way. Like, they're on the ground and, like, the angle up looking at the <laughs> sky and then, like, cutting in, like, stock footage of of aerial photography. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, like, it looked just like the, uh, the like, Ren and Stimpy episodes where the like the they're in space in like the space madness episode where like the uh it's the cartoon plane on a string yeah. floating through space it looks like it looks like that for the establishing uh shots of the plane which i love by the oh, way oh yeah it's great there's but, not enough models being utilized in movies especially now i know we need more models on on fishing wire you know yeah. fishing line um, um, and then it rains. A guy sprays down the windshield with a hose. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and then they crash. So, like, prior to this, is like a whole nother storyline going on where I still don't fucking get it. But you got yeah. Martinez and these two other guys. Army who I guess guys. work for the U.S. government. And they use a floppy disk to try and find the coordinates of during World War II uh, there was a uh, a boat that had gold on it, and the and the boat crashed, and they were trying to find the gold. And the guy who was on the boat just died. He's old because it was fifty years ago, and the guy just died. So like it was on a deathbed, and he told the story about the gold. Oh, okay, I didn't catch that part either. Yeah. I didn't know about the gold until you told me. Like Holy a crap. good like <laughs> two thirds throughout the movie. I had no idea why they were on this island or was what a, the army guys a, were doing. There was a flashback scene in World War Two where where the people were young in Japan and they were talking about the gold. And um if there was no party hats in it, I wasn't paying attention. Um no, I'm sorry, no party hats in that scene, unfortunately. Yeah, not interested. Yeah, I don't blame you. Boring um, without it. So, um, but yeah. So then, uh, there's these two, uh, the two army guys, the two good army guys, and then Martinez, who is a bad army guy, who might be the president of the Philippines. We are <laughs> unsure. He's the president of some some country. I I think. I guess. So he's, if your country is so, so poor that you just need like three blocks of a uh, gold bullion, <laughs> I mean, just give it over to him. Well, here's the, here's what I think happened. I think what happened was that during World War II, 
the Jap- the Japanese stole this stole these gold bars from Martinez's country. So Martinez oh. now 50 years later in the 80s thinks that he's going to find the gold it's the gold to- bullion of the 80s. Yeah, and it's going to like liberate his country or something. Okay. He's going to use the the gold to like imp- you know to buy some more country. Yeah, to like you know Put do some, some more country yeah, on there. Do some do some country renovations, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you he's going to put he's going to put in new windows and yeah. vinyl siding on his country. Cobblestone driveway, you know. The works. The works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you want in your country? The works. <laughs> oh my god. So uh <laughs> So oh, that's geez. what I think's going on. So everybody's copying the floppy. Yeah, might as well. They didn't Cop- watch the PSA that, that says, floppy. don't copy that floppy. And everybody's copying the floppy because they all want to have the destination. They all of- want to play word munchers for free. Yeah, word munchers and number munchers. Actually, so- the uh, the program that they use looks a lot like Command and Conquer. Oh, it's it's surprised what it was, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like it's like the digital version of Risk when it first came out yeah, DOS, on Windows. Windows 89. <laughs> so so uh so everybody's making a copy of that floppy and Martinez uh gets a copy of the floppy from this British guy and he gives him a suitcase filled with money and he goes have a blast. And bam, a guy blows up. <laughs> oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, goes, he does blow up a guy in the desert. He goes which doesn't spend it all in one pieces. and then he fucks a hot chick yeah he bangs he bangs the chick with the uh with the banana boobs which we debated may or may not be real yeah but they we figured out that they uh due to their lack of natural motion (laughs) the buoyancy yeah they are uh false titties gotta be some gotta be some uh some plastic behind those yeah so uh so you get a little love but they're good scene. ones. Yeah, you get some love scene between her and Martinez. And there's a lot of jump cuts in it too. Like that- there's one angle but it it edits around them oh, where yeah. the, their bodies just jump around. I must have uh, been a thing where like they they didn't want any any of the staff or any of the crew around, so they just hit, took the one camera, hit record, and, and let everybody left. leave the room yeah. while they like did their sex scene stuff for five minutes. While Andy Sidaris was in the closet, yeah, peeking, <laughs> jerking it. <laughs> so, uh, oh, they, and they're the only two people that have sex scenes. There's two sex scenes in the movie, and the, only those two people have the sex scenes. There's that one, and there's another one where they're in the back seats of a late '80s Buick Century sedan. Well, there's the dude fucking the girl in the pool in the beginning. Oh yeah, but it's that, it's not like a dedicated. I mean, he's just scene, kind though. of rubbing his his flaccid penis on her <laughs> on her pelvis. I don't know if there's well, any penetration implied. Well, that but that's not like a full on sex scene. That's like yeah, like it's it's like it's there for like a quick second. And but these, dude, butt. Oh yeah, which and you cancels see some out butt. the party hats. But uh, the other guy's got a whole other dedicated sex scene in the back of this car as they're driving down like Honolulu Seriously. Boulevard. You know, yeah. But uh, it, so so now you you got like two lots parties. of saxophone in this movie too. Oh yeah, you're right. There is a lot of saxophone. Lots of saxophone. The music's saxophone. good. I'm not gonna lie. Like the main theme to this movie, I thought was really good. Yeah, no, I the really music's cool. <clears throat> Go it's on. perfect for this movie. Yeah, go on the interwebs. You can probably find it. Um, so, uh, so basically, you got two. You got two parties now, who are after the gold. You got Martinez and the U.S. government guys, and then you yeah. got like these other Japanese people, uh, who are who is, uh, led by Ali Young, the the famed henchman from every 80s action movie ever. Yeah, who does he... So, Al Leong and other guy, they uh, they beat up some U.S. Army dudes? And I then think so. Make ID, they, <sighs> I don't know what, how... I they, don't know. But they, they, they Al use... Leong and some other guy go into a hotel room where there's these two dudes, We let's assume they're U.S. Army, Yeah, and they beat them up and then... They like scotch tape their own photos over their <laughs> yeah. over their uh, U.S. Army 
laminated driver's army license. Yeah. And then they're like, it's perfect. And then they fool some other army guy on the base <laughs> and infiltrate the U.S. Army base and do something there. I they, don't really they know what they do. copy of that floppy. That's oh, what they yeah, got. Oh, yeah, they copy that floppy. So that way they know where the gold is. Everybody's right. after the gold. The, the only gold. people who aren't after the gold who's on the place where the gold is are the two chicks who crash-landed on the island. Yeah. So... I guess let's talk about the chicks on the island. They oh. crash land on the island. They're there for like a couple days, too. Yeah, and they're immediately like, well, we better get topless and go bathing in the ocean. Oh, yeah. So there's about five minutes of them running around naked on the beach. During the sunset. Mo yeah, mostly in silhouette, by the way. Yeah. It looks nice, but... We could have had a little bit more nip action. I, well, I wanted to see some. I wanted. I wanted to see some. Some. Some nice, clear long butt too, instead of silhouette long butt. Yeah, more. Put more long butt on this. Yeah, that's the, that's actually something I thought that was really lacking in this movie was a lot of nice close up long butt. Yeah, there's more dude butt than long butt. I know. Seriously, come put on. Put some more long butt in there. Jeez. So. Uh, so. I Next can't thing. fit any more long butt. Hey, put long some butt. more long put butt on there. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if the viewers at home know what the fuck we're talking about. Why don't you fill them in? All right, years ago, Crown um, Chicken down down on plug. <laughs> down on Lincoln Street, in beautiful downtown Worcester, Mass. Uh, there's a, a, a shitty little restaurant called Crown Fried Chicken. And, and they, they sell literally <laughs> everything. everything. <laughs> you name it. Everything. It's on, the, it's on the menu. You want a corn dog? You got it. You want a slice of carrot cake? You got it. And you want a full turkey dinner with, <laughs> with the works? You, you got, got it. it. They got everything. You want some Carvel ice cream? <laughs> you so, got it. So we're there. Uh, we, ordered, we ordered like some chicken units and some fries right yeah <laughs> and there's this big dude with like his girlfriend and they're ordering some ice cream in a cup and he got the guy behind there <laughs> scooping it in the cup and the big guy goes hey put some more in there and he's already got like it's a tiny cup like you know this guy ordered like the 99 cent cup and there's already like three scoops of ice cream in this thing and the guy's like I can't put any more on there and he's like put some more ice cream on there and the guy's just like like it, feel, it felt threatening like if this guy didn't put any more ice cream on there there was gonna be a problem he was like this big like Billy Blanks looking dude. <laughs> it was like at the yeah. counter. Hey, put some more on there. <laughs> oh, so man. so to this day we still always we still took an inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> Welcome to uh. the inside, listeners. <laughs> so Oh man. So yeah, so <laughs> what the fuck are we even talking about? Yeah, so like so everybody butts. What? Long butts. Long butts, yeah. So, so everyone's on the beach now. Everybody's I on guess. the beach. They're crash landed on the beach. They eat some coconuts and Every go naked skinny dipping. Yeah. And uh and they find out that they're not alone on the island. There is a guy, a savage. A savage who's like 80 years old, but he doesn't look 80 look, years old at all. He looks good for 80. But you know, the funny thing is is like, all right, so he crash landed on this plane. I mean, on this island. 50 years ago, okay? He's an alien. Too. It's Meathead. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> uh, uh, hey, hey, want, hey, you can't have my gold. Hey, I hey love Playboy girls, why are you such dorks? <laughs> you <know>? So, <laughs> come on, Meathead, we got to go and get you some uh, Crab Nebula over here. <laughs> Put some more Crab Nebula on there. <laughs> so, so, uh, so they, uh, um, you find out that back in World War II, one of these like samurai soldiers, him and his two buddies crash landed their boat during a storm on this island. <laughs> their they samurai were spaceship. Their samurai spaceship. <laughs> and there were no cats to eat on this island. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they, uh, 
<laughs> so the so like they ended up uh That's an Alf joke, not Alf an joke. Asian joke. <laughs> so they hey no problem. <gasps> so they find out that uh so some other like US Army guys show up, they just slaughter them instantly. They realize that uh nobody's coming to save them. So two of them kill themselves and only one of them is left. And he buries the the gold bar somewhere out in the island. And he's there for years and years and years, okay? Like by himself with nothing but a samurai sword. <clears throat> Yet he's still completely clean shaven and has a perfectly good hairdo, an 80s haircut for, for 50 years. Dude, that's a sharp samurai sword. You think that thing cut his cut his hair and his face the whole time? Absolutely, to I where do. Where he's got a perfectly clean shaven yes. face. Yes. So it literally, so his old person makeup looks like you just took like some mud and put on your face and let it dry for a little well, while. It, to me, it looked like, do you know that like stuff called, I think it's called like new skin or something that it's like, it's like a band aid that you, that is like a liquid band aid type of thing. <laughs> like in high school, my, like we tried to use like me and my girlfriend in high school tried to use it on her to like cover up a hickey so her oh my God. parents wouldn't see it. Oh my God. You know what I mean? It it does it didn't work, but it it looks like it's basically like super glue. So it looked like they put a bunch of super glue on his face and it got all crinkly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I see what you mean. That's and and I couldn't tell if he was supposed to be like a mutant, but now that you say that he's in he's an eighty year old man, I guess it was just supposed to be yeah. old person wrinkles. Oh, I thought he was a zombie too. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, he looks I thought like a he zombie, a samurai mutant zombie yeah. from outer space. So and the funny thing is, when you look at the flashback video, a uh, flashback about him, like before he departed on this on this boat trip, which ended up turning into Gillingham's Island. Yeah. Um, uh, so. Uh, he's he and like his general, like they're talking in perfectly fluent English to each other. No accents, no nothing. Perfectly fluent English. But at the end of the movie, the fucking guy only speaks Japanese. And this other guy who you didn't even know spoke. He didn't have anyone Japanese, to talk to. Had to had to uh, had to uh, translate for him. You know. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Well, so, so anywho, he they, forgot. It was been a while. I guess he forgot. So they're all on this island. I mean, all... he is on his deathbed, too. No, so, man. Like, he... What deathbed? The guy was, like, perfectly samurai sorting people until he got shot. Yeah, but when he, he was dying, he only speaks after he gets shot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So, you're I right. mean, if I was getting shot, I'm not going to try and remember my second language, which uh, I don't know in the first place. True. But, but, but no, no. I it did, wasn't even I'm a second language my first because language he spoke as fluently. There was no accent, no nothing. So how is it his second language? You think Japanese is his second yes, language and he's a, he's a first a generation Japanese-American? Yeah, that's exactly who, what I think. Who fought for Japan in World War yep, II? Yep, absolutely. 100%. That's the only explanation. Film theory, guys. Yeah. Fan, fan theory here. Let's, let's, uh, let's make a conversation in on the, the Instagram wall about this. Yes. So, um, in any case, they all confront each other, right? And... Uh, so Martinez and his two people are there. The girls are there. The Japanese guys uh, led by Aliong are there. And then Aliong fucking shoots the rocker chick wearing these like spiked, like a spiked leather bra like she's going to a fucking Yeah, um, fucking Martinez, Martinez shows up on the beach in just like a, a speedboat. I don't know how the fuck he got there in a speedboat, right? Well, what happened was they had a... Oh, um, they flew a they flew a little plane a little and it was plane. an inflatable boat. Yeah, and then they had... Yeah, with a little inflatable boat. So... Yeah. Um, And the, uh, the Japanese people showed up in like a fucking yacht, like a rich people yacht. Yeah, yeah, <clears> yeah. So... Uh, they all confront each other. Aliong shoots the well, girlfriend. We have to say, uh, because so at first the the uh, hot drug chicks they meet up with the U.S. Army guys and Martinez. Yeah, right. And they get they get kidnapped by the Army guys, which I doesn't really make sense. Which is another reason we're like, are they bad guys? Or are they good guys? Well, because I, they kidnap them and tie them to a tree. Right. But they're we're, all American, so they should just be like, hey, we're DAA agents. I don't get it. I, but at the same I, time, I don't know. 
They're after the gold for their own benefit, right? Aren't they just going to steal the gold? The girls don't even know the gold is there, Yeah, though. they don't know anything about the gold. No, but I thought that Martinez and and the army guys were after it so that way they could, like, retire, right? And live the high life. I, they weren't going to, like, s- send the gold to the fucking U.S. government, right? That wasn't I their plan. I have no idea. I don't know. Fuck it. I Anywho, don't know. Everybody's fucking shooting at each other. <laughs> right everybody's shooting at each other the girls get get to escape because samurai zombie man freaking takes a samurai sword and cuts the rope and they're Achoo! all they're all fucking fighting each other say uh Elion gets the fucking samurai sword in his chest and he looks like he's shitting his pants uh as he's getting his <laughs> he samurai has the sword best him. death in the movie as oh, Elion always does absolutely uh so uh everybody all the fucking japanese guys get killed and the only people left are uh oh so all this uh, so they're going to so the only guy who I guess is bad is Martinez so Martinez is shooting at everybody and um cuz he gets the gold that's right yeah 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 he's got the gold and one of the blonde babes takes her crossbow fucking shoots it at his uh at his, his boat little... because he spills over the gas can yeah. which has no cap on it it fucking explodes <laughs> He's he does a really good double take. Oh yeah, he yeah. See, he sees the gas can spill over next to the gold. He goes, and then boom, explosion time. <laughs> Which I didn't even think. Like you barely. See, there's maybe like two frames of the girl shooting the crossbow before it explodes. Yeah, I, right. Like it just seems like he blows up the the boat with his own mental telekinesis. <laughs> it just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> And then they all fly back to America somehow. Yeah, well, like, so they talk to... I mean, regular Hawaii, not Savage Beach Hawaii. because, like, so... uh, Which is America. Well, like, Ninja Zombie Guy gets shot by Alion before he kills him, and he tells the whole story about the backstory of what happened, and... Yeah, that uh, was dumb. Who cares? Well, well, like, for whatever reason, the friggin' the babe with the crossbow, she's, like, sobbing like it's a fucking... Yeah, like she knows this guy. Yeah, I mean, what is, I have no idea why the hell she's crying as I much mean, as she, she is. I mean, he but. saved her life. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, who cares? Yeah, well, anywho, they're back to Hawaii at Rockies or wherever the fuck Rockies is. I'm assuming it's Hawaii. Yeah, they're but at the DAA know. headquarters slash Rockies bakery and pizza shop. Yeah. So so they're over there. And slash jacuzzi. Yeah. Topless jacuzzi room. Salesman, yeah. Jacuzzi Ruski. The DEA jacuzzi room. <laughs> so, uh, so the, you find out that some of the goals. All right. So, oh, oh, real quick. The fucking blonde guy, she the stole Navy the guy, not that he didn't oh. steal the gold, but you find out that he's working for the CIA. He's double crossed the older guy and said, nope. We're here to seize the gold. We're taking the gold. The, U, the, the US government's taking the gold. Sorry, buddy. And that yeah. was that. But then at the end of the movie, you find the out that blonde chick, she stole half the gold. Yeah. She's like, well, I saw the gold was in international waters, so I am entitled to it because I found it. And she's like, well, and the my CIA plane crashed. guy's like, all right, Gotta fucking buy whatever. A new plane, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The CIA guy's like, yeah, whatever. Hey, let's go dancing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, um, uh, and, and then the other two babes who have been just sitting at the restaurant this entire time, they just, uh, they go, uh, and, uh, offer a threesome to the old army guy. <laughs> Cause he'll try anything once or twice. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's what ties into the young army guy earlier that we mentioned for a little bit, but you said he, he shoots a guy yeah. In the, the U.S. Army Buick Century <laughs> presidential so, edition. Yeah. So I thought he shot him with like, like a silenced gun, like a silencer, but I guess it was a tranquilizer. And the funny thing was, this takes place like five to seven days later at where they're at the beach, and he shows that he's a CIA agent, and he goes, he should be waking up right about now. So you're telling me that this little teeny little tranquilizer dart that he shot into this guy's neck kept him asleep paralyzed for, for fucking at a, least for like a week this guy has a family 
Yeah, I mean, he's got children, and uh, I mean, what if he has an allergic reaction to the? You know, he well, could yeah. have killed this guy. Who they could have easily said, "Hey, you know what? We've got this new guy." Because so, what the thing is is he is posing as an army guy, but he actually works for the CIA. You're both working for the American government. The CIA can just be like, "Hey, we're sending in this guy." Yeah, you know, there's no reason to infiltrate your own country yeah what it makes i don't know and put and, and basically almost murder one of your own uh countrymen yeah. who works for the army i, I don't, don't get it it doesn't make sense I but the the point of that part of the movie is that there's a legit buick century <laughs> that just has like black stick on letters that say U.S. Army on it. <laughs> it's like you can buy them at the hardware store. Slap them on your on your door. Yeah, your car. it's like you're having a yard sale. So <laughs> get these letters to make a sign with, yeah. or or put a logo on your Buick Century to make sure it is legitimate U.S. Army certified. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, and that's the movie. That is that's Savage Beach. Savage Beach. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, I tell you what, dude. Do you want to look up the IMDb? I'll look up the Amazon. You got it. So we can look up the ratings of Savage Beach. Savage Beach. All right, let's see here. Um, let me hop on the old Amazon real quick. Man, where is Kev Bot when you need him to do all Seriously. of his homework? Jeepers. Savage Beach. All right, I got it. I got the IMDb. Okay. Okay. You want to give me your guess All out right. of 10 stars? Uh, 10 stars, probably like a, I don't know, like a 2.8. You're out pretty of... close. Really? It is 3.9. No you were shit. just one star, 1.1 star off. Wow. That's pretty close. Wow, look at this. Here's the headshot for Bruce Penhall, who played... <laughs> The blonde guy in yeah. Savage Beach. Oh, he's from Chips. Really? Oh shit! Oh, That's okay. his headshot. It's like it, his headshot looks like the uh, that picture of a uh, uh, shit. What's his name? Ah, fuck it. Whatever. Look at his headshot, Bruce Penhall. <laughs> okay. Sexy headshot. So. uh... All right, here we go. Uh, the Amazon VHS copy of the movie, which uh, unfortunately there's only one left in stock, and they want forty four ninety plus Holy four dollars shipping. Shit. Fuck that, people! Don't pay that money for this tape. I don't think any Andy Sidaris movie is in v in any form is worth that kind of money. In fact, I'm gonna say right now, I I mean I don't know. You can get the DVD box set for oh fucking cheap. two dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking nothing. It costs nothing to get the DVD box set. It's crazy cheap. Um, you don't spend don't spend all this crazy money on the tapes. I know, like I think the most expensive one or the the one that everybody really likes the most is Hard Ticket to Hawaii, and people want stupid money for that. But honestly, go buy the friggin' two dollar DVD thing. I, I know as a tape collector, I'd be like, you know, buy the tape, but. Fucking, it's an Andy Sidaris movie. Go, if go you get find the, it in the wild, definitely get it. Oh yeah, yeah. If you can find a super cheap, do any it. Andy Sidaris movie in the wild. Yeah, I would not pay big money for Andy Sidaris movies. So, any that's just me. But all right, guys, all right. here we go. What would you say is out of five stars the VHS copy of uh, Savage Beach? I'm gonna say four point five stars. Oh, dude, you're pretty much right on. Pretty close. Pretty much right on the money. It's 3.8 out of 5 stars. Nice. Yep, just about everybody's giving it um, pretty damn good reviews on Amazon. Good, good, good. Yeah. So, uh, anywho, so so what do you what do you think? What how many uh, how many out of space samurai zombies? <laughs> yeah. All right. That sounds good. Yeah. 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 Okay. How many? How many would you say, dude? All right, out of uh, out of ten outer space samurai zombies, I would give Savage Beach uh, eight 
eight out of ten outer space samurai <laughs> zombies. <laughs> it was a fun movie. The pacing was actually really good. There's uh, there's not too much downtime. There's some like bogus shit, but you just look away for a couple minutes and it, it's over. And then next thing you know, there's party hats and explosions. So yeah. uh, I think it's a good fucking movie. Watch this movie. Yeah. I also, not only am I going to give it also 8 out of 10 space, out of space zombie ninjas, samurai ninjas, but I'm also going to give it 8 cocaine pineapples. Whoa! (laughs) Cocaine pineapples. Cocaine pineapples from... That's my third album. (laughs) (laughs) So, I, I, dude, same thing. I think the pacing was good. Fucking party hats galore everywhere. I love yeah. the I love the innuendo dialogue. I, I just absolutely. I, think, I I just you know uh, the action was great. Um, I would I would I would probably rewind this movie once every summer. Absolutely, absolutely. I think this movie's definitely a good watch every summer. Yeah, so. yeah. It's it's a great summer movie. Um, lots of explode more than one explosion. I thought they jumped the shark in the beginning by exploding the Econoline van. Yeah. But there's they explode a boat. Yeah. And a tree. That's right. And there's more there's more explosions. There's guns, samurai swords, uh hot babes, party hats, explosions and gold I mean, and cocaine. I mean, I literally think the only reason why I am giving this movie an 8 out of 10 is because the storyline is really fucking confusing. It's confusing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, but again, you, who three, gives a fuck? There's three explosions. There's also the explosion from the uh from the, the suitcase. Tree. Oh. When the guy goes, have a blast. Oh, yeah, he blows up an entire person. Yeah, so so there's three big-ass explosions in the movie. Wow. Yeah, man, this movie's fucking great. Uh, Yeah, I mean, if anybody out there can get their hands on Savage Beach as a great summertime watch... If you're outdoors, you got like uh, you got like a VCR hooked up to a projector on in your back porch with those tiki lights or something like that. Do if it. You're, if you're at Rocky's Cafe slash DEA headquarters in the jacuzzi <laughs> next to your fax machine slash telephone, then this is the perfect movie to watch with some some cocaine pineapple margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, good stuff, man. This is a this is a good one. We we'll have to do some more Andy Sidaris movies down the road. We gotta, we gotta yeah, watch. Yeah, maybe uh, next summer we'll have to do one Andy Sedaris yeah. movie to, I've to got, finish um, off the summer for I've the got, next twelve years. Yeah. So I've got that Picasso trigger. If anybody else has any other of the eighties, um, any of the eighties uh, Andy Sedaris movies, uh, shit, fuck, I'll take some of the nineties ones too. Well, actually, there's a sequel to this called Return to Savage Beach that was in the late eighties. I mean, sorry, late nineties. So. Uh, well, maybe maybe we'll have to do that next summer. Yeah, so if I get totally. my hands on that. So if anybody else has any other Andy Sadaris movies that they're interested in trading, uh, get in touch with us on Instagram or or Gmail. So there we go. So if anybody wants to get in touch with us, we're at VHS Bandits on Instagram and email at the VHS Bandits at gmail.com. For especially for those of you people that live out in Hawaii, yeah, I want to know what the VHS scene is like in Hawaii. Okay, calm down, dude. You're gonna scare them off. Does Hawaii have the, the internet? Hawaiians are do you very guys, sensitive people. Does, what, does, does Hawaii here have the internet? Like, do they have Wi-Fi? <laughs> are they or are they still renting videos at the video store? I want I think, to know. I think Hawaiians just use coconut shell telephones to communicate. Uh, That's how they're listening to this podcast. Oh, that must be how right? it is. Right. Yeah. Sure. You just hold a coconut up to your ear, and then the VHS Bandits podcast uh, it gets shot in through a uh, a samurai outer space man <laughs> who uses his sword as an antenna. And that's how <laughs> podcasts are heard in Hawaii. I guess so. That must be Duh. the case. So Anyway. Well... I guess that's going to do it for Savage Beach. I've been Topher Hansen. With me, as always, is my co-host, Day Train. And we've been the VHS Bandits. Thanks for listening, guys. Be kind and rewind. rewind.